0: games. All these goddamn video games. I've got opinions, man. Are you ready? Desert speed dropping better than California speed. There's nothing better than California speed you heard me no video games better than California speed, but still thank you. Let's Hey everybody and welcome to Let's place. It's the show where we scientifically and objectively rank every video game according to quality. My name is Gabriella from naturalreaders.com and I'll be subbing in for Luke as the host of this episode. In addition, Chelsea and Crystal will be substituted by two new guests. Why don't you introduce yourselves? My name is Borat. I'm Peter Griffin. It's great to have you on, Borat Zagdiev and Peter Griffin. Well, why don't we get into it? The five games we are placing today are Wonderland Adventures for Windows, Hot Wheels Velocity X for Windows, Sea Hunt for DOS, Company of Heroes for Windows, and Tazer No Sensimile Portable Gentleman for PSP. Wow, a pretty PC-heavy list tonight, huh, guys? Yes. Like my wife. Ha ha ha, you're so right, Borat. Thank you, my friend. I like you. Anyway, before we move on, I should explain the system for this episode, because it's a little different. What? Are you kidding? Instead of comparing each game to several other games algorithmically, I have instead generated five random numbers for the appropriate range of each placing. What? No way, it's too dangerous! The five places we will put games in tonight are 290, 341, 57, 249, and 32. But why? These numbers are objective and unbiased. Holy crap! That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. So, the only thing this panel will decide is which game is into which slot. <laughs> I get it. i ah, is good. Well, let's start with Wonderland Adventures, a 2007 top-down puzzle-adventure-style game developed by Midnight Synergy, and a sequel to their 2005 game, Wonderland Secret Worlds. Alright. You play a little yellow acorn person called a stinker that wears a colorful beanie. Uh, very nice. Tremors are disturbing Wonderland and strange things are appearing. It is up to you to find out what is going on. Using your mouse, guide your character about the land. Read signs, talk to others and learn what is happening. When you talk to others, they will ask you for help like rescuing trapped stinkers or retrieving lost items. You will need to step on switches to open doors, get help to have someone stand on a switch, or find the needed key. Later, you will learn to use magic switches. The different colors do different things. For example, the purple ones transport you great distances. And he will be uh, powerful uh, like uh, Stalin uh, and uh, not to uh, tolerate people who are bad. I like the way that the screenshot thumbnails look like really nice pixel art, and then when you open them up it's actually crappy polygonal models. Whoa! why, 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 Well, that's not fair. Why not? That town actually looks okay. The dungeon not so much. This seems like a pretty harmless, mediocre PC indie game. I propose to put it in our middle slot 249. Do y'all agree? No. Yeah! the eyes have it. Wonderland Adventures is placed at slot 249, right below Digimon World and right above Warhammer Mark of Chaos. Next up is Hot Wheels Velocity X. I was mistaken when introducing this game, as it was released in 2002 not only for Windows, but also GameCube and PlayStation 2. (laughs) You you could not be more wrong. It's a racing game with car combat elements and a dark sci-fi aesthetic. It is nice. When a criminal gang of street racing villains steal Professor Justice's secret Velocity X fuel formula, his son Max must put his driving skills and mean street machines to the ultimate test. Hot Wheels Velocity X is a game based on Mattel's Hot Wheels line of miniature racing vehicles. In the game, the player has to drive one of over 30 Hot Wheels cars and races on 3D curvilinear tracks, which include banded loops or crazy stunt launchers. During the races, weapon attacks and power-ups are available. The racing is mission-based with 14 missions to complete in the game's main adventure mode. Aw, oh, sweet. This game actually looks pretty alright. Wawa wa It has a good look to it. I like the framing of Saturday morning cartoon with an edge. It's definitely the kind of budget game one could see myself getting lost in as a nine-year-old. I propose the 57 slot. Do you two agree? No. No! Wow. Do you think it's too low or too high? What? I'm-I'm sorry. Come again? Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot you can only answer yes or no questions. Is it too low? Yes. No. So Borat thinks it should be lower than 57, Peter thinks it should be higher than 57, and I think it should be at 57. So let's average it out to 57. That means Hot Wheels Velocity X is placed right below Pokemon Leaf Green version and right above Tales from the Borderlands. Now it's time to play Hunt, a 1987 DOS game. Sea Hunt is a computerized version of the classic board game, Battleship, for PC DOS or MS DOS. The player is pitted against the computer AI. There is no two-player option. What? Why not? There are 10 difficulty levels. Each player's fleet consists of 8 ships, compared to the 5 featured in the board game version. These include an aircraft carrier, battleship, destroyer, cruiser, minesweeper, submarine, spy ship and patrol boat. Because of the larger number of ships, the game also features a larger playing grid which measures 15 by 19 squares compared to the standard 10 by 10. Grid squares are selected by moving a cursor over the grid, either with the cursor arrow keys or using a joystick. There is no mouse support. Really? Why not? When placing ships on the player's grid, they can be pivoted so that they are oriented either vertically or horizontally using the spacebar. The computer AI elicits a personality of sorts, gloating every time it sinks a ship, and protesting when one of its ships is sunk. Nice! Yeah, you know what the hell with you then? Yeah, go to hell, go to hell. This can be turned off by those who find it annoying. Cool, cool. I like the idea of the gloating computer AI, but I don't like the idea of playing single-player-only battleship with ugly teal graphics and no mouse support. I'm inclined to put this one in the lowest slot at number 341, do you two agree? Alien 2? Yep. The eyes have it once again. Sea Hunt is placed at number 341, below the Wild West and above game, game, game and again game. Our next game is the 2006 real-time strategy game Company of Heroes, developed for PC by Relic Entertainment. Uh, very nice. Company of Heroes, from the developers of Warhammer 40k Dawn of War, is a real-time strategy game that drops you into the fray of World War II Europe from the bloody beaches of Omaha to the deadly firefights of the Bocage, you attempt to lead your troops to victory one battle at a time. The game comes with three modes of play, single-player campaign, single-player skirmish and online multiplayer. All the missions in the single-player campaign take place during the Battle of Normandy codename Operation Overlord and are played from the perspective of the American Able Company part of the 29th Infantry Division and Fox Company 101st Airborne Division. More varied maps are available in the skirmish and multiplayer modes, including many added through patches. What really sets Company of Heroes apart from other real-time strategy games, much like Relic Entertainment's previous entry, is that you no longer train and control individual troops. Instead you deploy squads of soldiers. Players must train a balanced assortment of units in order to obtain victory over their adversaries. Most units can be upgraded and equipped with special accessories that are either more powerful or suited for specific tasks. For example, the M4 Crocodile Sherman can smash through hedgerows when equipped with the Bulldozer upgrade. This is normally impossible for tanks in the game. Allied units can also advance through a progression system that awards XP for killing enemies and destroying hostile structures. While access units gain veterancy at the camp craft center through research. In both cases they become more effective in combat. There's also a progression system for the players themselves, called Company Commander. It rewards XP for successful attacks and controlling territory sectors, which can then be invested in a two-branched ability tree. Each faction has three ability trees. The Allied Forces trees include Infantry Company, Airborne Company and Armor Company, while the Axis has the Defensive Doctrine, Blitzkrieg Doctrine and Terror Doctrine. The nature of the abilities are diverse. Some may be used to call airborne support, including Bombardment, while others can call in special units such as Paratroopers, the King Tiger or the B Rocket Launcher. At the same time, there are others which can give temporary bonuses to existing troops or capabilities to units that normally can't perform them. This way, Riflemen can be used to construct defensive structures tank traps, sandbags etc, for example. Resource gathering has gone in a different direction from that of other RTS games. Players must attempt to capture and control strategic points which bring in the much-needed resources of manpower, munitions and fuel to build and train new units. At the same time it's necessary to have the right base buildings to deploy units on the battlefield, such as a tank depot to create tanks, barracks for riflemen, and motor pools for light-armored vehicles. Only the Allied Engineers and the Axis Pioneers can raise new buildings, but some missions may start with a full or partial base already up and running. The Allies and the Axis generally have different types of base structures and combat units. The game's essence engine brings a level of depth to RTS games with deformable terrain and completely destructible environments. Units will take cover and burnt out craters and tanks can decimate buildings suspected of containing snipers. I'm not usually a fan of RTS games, but this one is so well-regarded that it's probably easily the best one on our list this episode. I don't want to repeat of IL-2 Sturmovik. I suggest placing this game at our top slot, number 32. Do you agree? Are you kidding? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I think that was an easy one. Company of Heroes is placed at number 32, directly below Lifeline and directly above Rocket League. Well, upon closer investigation of our fifth game, Gear no Sinsamilla Portable Gentleman, it seems that it contains very inappropriate content. So instead I will replace it with a new fifth game Pathfinder, a 1984 minigame collection for the Commodore 64 and ZX Spectrum. Pathfinder is a collection of four single-screen games aimed at children aged 5 to 8, with each game having the player control rabbit, Mr. Grub, frog and a kangaroo. The games consist of, Rabbit A Maze game where you have to move a rabbit through a maze to the exit while collecting carrots. Picnic Maze played on a 10x7 grid, you have to move Mr. Grub around the screen collecting food and drink for his picnic. The food and drink have to be collected in order and they are 1 apple, 2 bananas, 3 pears and 4 cups of tea. You also cannot go back on yourself or cross your path. Frogs played on a 10x7 grid, you have to move a frog across a pond from left to right picking up your friends on the way. You cannot go on a lily pad, go back on yourself or cross your path. Kangaroo maze a maze game where you have to get a kangaroo through a maze to the exit. To do this you have to program his route by telling him a direction and number of jumps. And boy, if you thought that last placing was easy, this one is even easier, because we only have one slot left anyway. I'm not even going to ask your opinions. Pathfinder is placed at number 290, right below Brain Games and right above Might and Magic X Legacy. That concludes our placing this episode. Remember to listen to all the great podcasts on AudioEntropy.com, and to come to the Let's Place live panel at PAX West, Sunday, September 2nd at 6pm in the Sandworm Theater. Please? Borat, give us a tagline for this episode. Uh, I have a joke... A bush in Kazakhstan, we laugh when we hear the name, because a bush uh, mean the hair around uh, the testis satchel. And the uh, babra, we say in Kazakhstan, mean to eat. So it is like a babra bush is to eat uh, the hair from a testis <laughs> It's good. <laughs> Peter, how about you? In Superman 2, what is the story with that cellophane S that Superman rips off his chest and throws at the bad guy? Alright, goodbye everybody. Well, I guess I should be going. J'endobri. Wait, please, please, I, I gotta say something. Yes? Are you leaving? Oh man, I thought maybe uh, you could stick around and, you know, maybe you and me could be pals. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. oh sweet. I love you too. Mm-hmm. You are my best friend. Do you have a house? Yeah? Can I stay with you, please? No, 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 I gotta run. I don't want to miss the all-you-can-eat schnitzel bar. Good night, morons! Games, all these goddamn video games, I've got opinions, man, are you ready? Desert Speed drop be better than California speed there's nothing better than california speed you heard me no video games better than california speed but still it's